Welcome to the Untaming Femininity Podcast. I'm Igena Gerasi. And I'm Sam Allen. And we believe that untamed women are real and powerful. Our podcast is all about inspiring curious women like you to speak and live your truth and to express your femininity on your own terms. Tune in for your weekly dose of depth lightness and heartfelt shares. Welcome everyone to our second episode of our fourth season, which is all about the elements. And today, Sam and I, we are going to focus on water element. And water element has so many attributes that we would like to explore today. What do you think, Sam, is one of the most important attributes of water? Oh, I love that question. And I'm kind of moving my body a little bit as I <laughs> I can see <laughs> there is a kind of flowing thing um, about water and adaptability. And um, for me, though, what I most need from water is the coolness. And so that's a quality in water that really does revive me, revitalize me. And I'm just remembering, you know, going to the outdoor pool in the summer months here in Switzerland. Um, the season's just about to start up right now. And at the end of the day, going down there and just plunging into the cool water and how much good that that does me. Mm-hmm. That's amazing because you also being a fire element, it feels like your water is the opposite. It's like a balance to you. So what does it do? That's what I'm curious about. What does it do to you when you get into that water? And you you mentioned revitalizing and replenishing. So what else is there? Love that question too. So yeah, it's the contrast. Um, I, I feel a strong connection to both, even though I'm predominantly fire. And I need to feel when the fire is like really full on in me, when it's hot outside, and it's hot inside (laughs) I absolutely need the polar opposite of that so it it really is kind of like what you're saying in your question it's like a regulation thing for me it's like I can come back to center because what's extreme and hot gets met with what's cool and the other side of things and when those two parts meet I get back to a more kind of grounded present place in myself and an additional question to that do you notice actually when you have less water in you that you need that balance or how do you notice all that? Mm. Yeah, so I notice it is really to do with the internal temperature for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's quite physical more than anything else. Um, I'm always feeling quite hot inside anyway. And then it can get to a level where I think the only thing that can bring that down for me and bring me back down into a more kind of centered place is is having the coolness of water so it it is like physical signs in my body tell me that's what's needed Mm. it's so amazing that you're so connected to your body and you have such a strong self-awareness where you are and and what element it is and for people that are not as aware of the elements how do we know that we are water element. Let's focus on water and then we can look into the other elements when we, when we get to, to them. So how do people know that 
they are a water element. You know what, Megan, I kind of just want to flip the mic around to you here. Because yes, of course. <laughs> as a cancer lady, you are water through and through. And so like, please take the mic. <laughs> Tell us. I, I'll take that invitation. <laughs> yes. Um, so as you mentioned as well, a lot of uh, water people are are very intuitive, very connected to their emotions. And we feel emotions quite intensively, for better or worse. So, but that has, has the positive side of, because we feel emotions so, so deeply, we also love very deeply. We also feel the sadness, the melancholy, very deeply. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, that's, that's, that's a gift honestly it's a gift because that's life for me it's it's this intense feelings um it's it's really the the core of life the 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 living i wouldn't i actually wouldn't want to be like the balance the straight line of of just having peace and calmness even though water is a lot about that as well mm. it's a lot about peace and calmness and and uh, serenity and grace and um and as i also said before very intuitive people very creative people and intuitive to the point of going also on the psychic Mm. element because they're uh, usually water people are very connected because they're connected to their emotions they're also very spiritual and emotions for us are quite a guide it's quite some deep information and uh and we need to trust them somehow even though there is there is a balance between between going feeling the emotions uh and what is reality because i think that's where where sometimes we go a little bit wrong into trusting a hundred percent that this is the reality of our emotions and this is what that's what the truth and sometimes that's that's not the case mm. so what what do you feel about when i when i say that sam yeah i'm, I'm what comes up? To, yeah i love i love how you differentiate there and it's again that kind of blessing curse thing isn't it that very thing that gives you this powerful knowing in you can also be confusing <laughs> you know because it can also lead to um interpreting things I guess um so I'm just aware as you speak to that of the duality of our gifts and how they bring you know all of these treasures to us and all of these um wonderful opportunities um and yet also some challenges yeah and and actually the challenge there it's because we are so creative and so imaginative it's a lot about picking up stories in our heads and I know this very well. I know this that I um, I tend to, if there is something, I would have made a hundred different stories in my head, and that that have no connection to reality whatsoever. Uh, so so that's where I know that okay, there's too much of the water. So come back, mm. bring some earth, bring some air, <laughs> bring some grounding and, and really see, okay, what's the reality? What are the facts? What are, what's the truth? Instead of going too much into the overthinking, the overworrying, um, the over-imagination, mm. nating. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. And I'm still curious to ask you, can you think of a moment in your life where you have had this kind of super water-based intuitive hit 
that you followed and that has really kind of served you and taken you somewhere else? Mm. I actually use my intuition quite a lot. Mm. I use it um, in my, with my clients and, and completely unattached to it. So this, this blurring out of, of intuition and yeah, most of the times it's, it's a hit. <laughs> so, but in my life, in my life recently, um, I think I'm very connected to that mm. and, and really seeing what, what is intuition and, uh, and as I also said before, what is my imagination, my assumptions versus, versus what's reality and what's truth. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And, and also working with, because working with fears as well. I think as, as water element, because we're so imaginative uh, and because we feel so real, and so real and intensive, uh, I think the fear is also very present as well. So we fear, we feel the fear uh, very intensively as well, which is, which is the downside of it. You really just unlocked something for me there in that moment. And it was just um, how much of a safety valve tears are. And of course, tears are water. And actually 70% of our human body is water, apparently. Exactly. Uh, and I'm just remembering, um, you know, when there's been a, a trauma in my life or something really big and um, important that's happened that's stirred up a lot of emotion, um, how kind of that can, for me, dramatically come forward in, you know, <laughs> a lot of crying, a lot of waterworks, a lot of um, release. Mm. And um, just remembering my auntie that for some reason, when you were saying that it was making me think of my auntie, who's very similar in temperament to me. And um, her saying, you know, that's such a gift because um, being able to let the water, let the, those tears come through is in, in the end what's healing you and mm. actually what can help heal others because there is, a, it's going a bit back to that kind of flexibility, that moving through thing that, you know, um, that giving a pathway to the expression of emotions. So yeah, something about that is coming when you, when you speak to it. Yeah, I think it's for me. It's so healing to to cry, and there's nothing wrong. Like when I have people close by and see me crying, it's like I need to comfort them. It's it's completely fine that I'm crying because that's that's healing for me. This passing through of emotions, as you said, um, because especially I think for everyone, uh, without wanting to just close it to water people. Um, because we all have water, right? And, and we, we need to connect more to, to our water, or at least we need to have balance in, in all the elements. Um, but connecting to the water and feeling the feelings and moving these feelings um, in all our body, that's so important. And I think movement, any type of movement is so important for, for water. Yeah. It works against the stagnation. So mm -hmm. it's, it flows. So the flow is so important here. And you're so good at going with the flow. <laughs> yes. And, and exactly that, because that is adaptability as well. Mm -hmm. You mentioned adaptability before. And I think a strong attribute of, of water is adaptability. Mm. You know, I'm just having another memory. <laughs> you're taking me to all sorts of memories with the water thing today. And it's a little bit back to the, the release and stuff, but 
so um, a couple of years ago, I was asked to sing a solo uh, with my choir. The gospel. Oh, you want to hear that? <laughs> <laughs> and um, anyway, it was on the kind of final rehearsals, and I hadn't been very well at all. And we were about to do the concert in the church. And, um, you know, the Swiss are very meticulous about concerts, about preparation in general. They take things really seriously. They always do a very good job. So um, there's a lot of expectation, you know, on the little details. And anyway, I was asked to come up and just, you know, sing these few lines, these solo lines of the song in front of the group of people in my choir. And I just felt so rough and so ill. And so I felt emotions rising, you know. And, you know, of course, in, I could have the choice then. I could just kind of stuff them back down and get on with the um, rehearsal. But I just decided in this moment, you know what? I'm feeling really sad and overwhelmed here. And I just cried in front of the whole choir. I just, and like, I mean, I got stared at a little bit because it's not the most common thing in um, Swiss society to get up in front of people and cry. Um, and yet, you know what? Um, something felt really important about that day for me yeah. because that's how I was feeling and I needed things to move through I needed things to flow and um I did manage to compose myself after the cry <laughs> and I did sing you know and I I was quite happy with how things went in the concert so it was all okay but that moment of deciding to let the water flow was opening for me and I think opening for them at the same time you know mm. to, to see somebody um, surrender into the um, flow of, of their, their emotional experience. Yeah. That's such a beautiful example of <laughs> what other people cannot be with, especially <laughs> with, with other people's emotions. It's so difficult for other people to not be with, with one's emotions. Um, and that's, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Have, have you ever had an experience where you're kind of, flow and movement of emotions or sensing of emotions has um had an unusual impact or something that you felt you know um shift as a result of it let me think i'm quite open with emotions in terms of i cry very easily i <laughs> i laugh very easily um i shift from emotion to emotion which is sometimes, sometimes I could be in, in one emotion quite for some time because it has to, has its, its process. So, and, and I'm all the time surprised from the length or the intensity. So, so it's, uh, if I were to observe myself, it's not like I have a proper protocol of what my emotions are. So saying that, what could be a situation? Uh, <laughs> I've, I remember I've also cried in a session with a client mm -hmm. and, and just completely beautiful in, in terms of she was touched and she was sharing something very personal and, and it was normal that she was crying. And, and I also just started crying and the impact that it had, it's, it connected us even deeper. Mm. So, and it was not like, oh, please don't cry. This is okay. Like, I'm fine. It was, it was just so beautiful. Like, I feel you is the humanity. It's a solidarity. It's, it's, uh, I share, I share your emotions and, and it's just that nothing more, nothing said about emotions or nothing to fix 
about emotion. I think that's where people usually go into the fixing mode. Oh, you're sad. Let me help you. Let me help you because I cannot be with your sadness. Mm. So, so that's, I think that's an important part when it comes to emotions. I think it's really important what you're saying there. And what I want to underline about that is it's the feeling with, and it's almost one step before even empathy or something like that. It's not even saying I understand or interpretation or, or offering anything other than being with somebody as they feel something and allowing your system to respond naturally with that, with that, like synchronized feeling. <laughs> That's what comes. Yeah, exactly. And coming back to water. So um, I'm curious as well, because to me, I'm an overflow of water. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm curious, how do people get in contact with water? Or you, Sam, that you have, you have most predominantly a fire element. Mm. How do you connect to your water element? Yeah, so definitely um, mainly, you know, predominantly fire for sure. Also do have quite a lot of water. So I, I connect with it through, um, through emotion, through uh, writing. Mm. through I mean you know (laughs) that I write a lot of poetry I'm writing on a daily basis and for me releasing words from my body from my soul is like a flowing water experience Mm. Um, and I'm I'm by water nearly every day I live near a river and um, if I'm not walking by it or jogging by it then I notice the lack so I actually find that being out in nature beside water you know physical water allows me to be in that kind of flow state and creative state and um yeah there's a there's an opening that comes from that mm. for me mm. swimming and it really interacting with water I, I shower a couple of times a day as well um and I find energetically speaking um, as a, an empath and a highly sensitive person I need water to um to kind of shift energy and to cleanse energy. So um, I, I'm actively interacting with it. That's that's how I think I would explain it. Mm. Yeah. That's and so I mean, beautiful. I, mm, I know for you, this is kind of natural. So what, like, do you have any tips for people listening that um, want to get a bit closer to water element and, you know, maybe don't quite know, well, what can I do? Or like, how can I be in order to, a bit Mm. more of that in yeah absolutely as you mentioned water is a lot about creativity is a lot about flow it's a lot about being being grounded being adaptable so definitely being close to a body of water any type of water that really connects to um one to to the water element and any type of movement anything and usually because that's that's the flow part. But usually it's the soft movements that connect mostly us to water, like yoga, pilates, uh, tai chi, anything where, where there is a lot of flowing. Mm. And dance, dance is, is really, for me, that's my, that's my go-to. Any grounding exercises, meditation, breathing, being in nature, and the part of creative, anything that could, could connect you to that creative side of you and and creativity it comes in different ways for anyone so I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't want to give too much (laughs) advice there because it's very personal 
Love that. And also, you know, what you mentioned around the softness, something when you said that really um, spoke to me. There's something that softens us about being in the energy of water. And in that softening, we often find that inner strength. Mm. Um, so, yeah, somehow you kind of helped me access that deeper level wisdom of the water through what you just yeah. shared. Yeah. And, and I also wanted to share as well the downside of having too much water. Ah, <laughs> ah. tell us again, and we need to know this. <laughs> I love, I love your, your reaction. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so because we are so adaptable and because we're so flowy, sometimes there are no boundaries. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. What does that mean then in concrete terms? Like... <laughs> I'm having a laugh attack. (laughs) So what does it mean? It means that we go a little bit sometimes into very pleaser mode. Mm. And pleaser mode, usually it's, it's, it's hard to set boundaries because we're not very connected to ourselves. Mm. And, uh, and because of that adaptability, we tend to lose ourselves as well. Mm. Because it's for us, it's so important as well to be connected with people and connected to self. And, and sometimes it can go a little bit too much on the other side. Mm. That also makes us the opposite of because we want to be connected. But then there is a reclusive part where mm. we tend to take refuge from not being social and being away. And, and some people even say that water people do not like people. Mm-hmm. But I do not agree with that. <laughs> or at least it's not my case. <laughs> yeah. So I'm hearing there's a kind of, there can be an either or thing that goes on. Like either I'm flowing in connection with this water thing, or I need to somehow really withdraw. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So have you found any ways of um, creating soft boundaries that, you know, honor the need for the flow and also keep yourself a little bit protected as and when is needed well daily practices Mm -hmm. definitely daily practices of connecting to self and for me it's it's so important this question what do i need right now and we we, i know we have mentioned this before we have joked about it (laughs) but (laughs) but in all seriousness that's that's like my guiding question Mm. into listening to my needs and listening where i am and uh, listening to my emotions and so and and giving myself that because we tend I don't know if I should say we or uh, if it's a characteristic for water but I think it is that we tend to to be very very giving uh, and and yeah yeah I love that and I also want to say there's something again you're making me think a lot of things here but that you do create a lot of permission to honor needs also so in you knowing that, you know, you need to, to tune into those, to ask yourself, what is it that I need? I know, for example, you know, when we're working together or when we're in person together, that when I need to honor my needs, you're going to respect them. Yeah, absolutely. Something I really appreciate in our relationship is that, is that I've never felt you contest my needs in any way. And that makes me feel a lot of safety and a lot of trust. Thank you. I really, really appreciate that because I definitely value that because I know how important it is, especially for myself. And I really value that is when, mm. when people 
really stand for their needs. Yeah. Um, yeah, and cover those. Well, with all of that said, Magina, do you know what? Tomorrow I'm off to the spa with Andy, AKA the Android. So <laughs> I, I'm going to be plunging into warm water. And I feel really Someone's scared. showing off. <laughs> I'm going to be in the ocean then. Oh, <laughs> actual sea. I'm like super jealous now. No, <laughs> no, no. Yeah. It's been great. Honestly, I really have felt through this conversation, a genuine deepening into, um, an understanding of how water element operates and its gifts, challenges, and so much more. So thank you. It's been a really insightful conversation for me. Yeah, I love it too. And of course, there is so much more to cover when it comes to water. So the, the invitation is, how are you connecting to your water element today? Yeah. And we also would love to tell you listeners that our Awaken Me retreat is now going to be taking place in autumn. So it's going to be a little bit cooler, a lovely time of year to come and to actually return to your essence to really um, center, connect to all of the elements in you. We're going to be on an exploration of fire, water, air, earth, and so much more, right, Magena? Exactly. So come join us in Portugal. Thank you for listening to the Untaming Femininity podcast. Join our inspiring tribe of women on Facebook to experience a deeper connection with yourself and to feel the empowerment of female solidarity. Tune in next Sunday for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares. <laughs>